Hello, hello, and here we are again, here with Dr. Yechiel Arari, uh, one of the most qualified individuals to share with us some wisdom of how to be more wealthy, how to feel rich, truly rich, not, um, you know, uh, rich, you know, we know that money is really, to have a lot of money, it's not really to be rich. So how to be truly rich, of course, we want to have a lot of money as well. But uh, we want to learn really how to change our consciousness or change our mindset so we could feel and live more richly. Uzi, how are you? Fantastic. Good to be here. It's fantastic to be here. And I can't believe this is our third uh, podcast. Wow. I, it's my honor. Baruch Hashem, it's unbelievable. I'm so honored and I'm so, I feel really blessed that, that I, I'm we have really the opportunity to have the opportunity to speak to you as, uh, as, as really one of the most influential people in my life and in many other people's life, uh, through your YouTube channel. You know, in, in Hebrew, you say, don't mourn me. Uh, Let's forbid. get to I, the I point. I don't mourn you, but I just <laughs> want the audience to, to know that, uh, the information that we are about to share with you is really going to be, uh, life changing. So pay attention what is wealth consciousness what do what do we mean you know usually when we talk about wealth consciousness people think about i'll stay in the middle of the world and i reward to get i'm waiting for others to give me i'm waiting to get to, um, i deserve to have a better car i deserve to have a better apartment i deserve to make more money and it's not wealth consciousness you know, wealth in Hebrew, it's Shefa. Shefa is like about giving, about being influencing. What does it mean influencing? To have Shpia, Shefa. That's it. To, to influence. Have, to wealth consciousness, it's all about me thinking, what is the value that I'm giving to the world, to my community? What can I give? What do they need for me? And if I know what is the value that I'm giving to the world in, in that sense that I have, that I know that I'm influencing, it's not I am influencing. It's that I'm delivering someone to someone else. I am like, I'm like a wagon that get, brings all the good, goodness. You say at the beginning, stay with us. We want to give you value. What does it mean value that you want to influence? What does it mean to the, to the one that is listening, that is now ready to accept something that will make him influencer. Influencing is not about making people listen to me. It's about making people influencing by themselves, but you cannot be influencing if you do not receive. So what, what we try to say is about what is money. Money, it's all, you know, it's, it's a currency. It's a way that I give you value. You give me money. And if I do not right. have money, what does it mean? If I do not have money, if I don't have enough money, it's like, I don't earn enough. It means that I do not create enough value. Either I do not believe in the value that I have, that I can bring to the world, that the world is waiting for me. You know, in Judaism, the world is, could be your spouse. The world could be another person. The world today, it's easier than ever before to create community and to give this community a value. And a value, it's something that will make them influencer seeing by themselves. So wealth consciousness is all about me, not complaining that I didn't get enough. Because if I'm, I'm in the middle and I think that I deserve, and I deserve to get to accept, and I deserve a new car, that means I am in, con in consciousness of receiving, not in giving. And if I'm in depression, an influencer, 
a wealth consciousness can never be in a place of, of uh, depression. Why? Because when I'm depression, it's all about me. I am not influencing. I do not accept. So someone with, someone with wealth consciousness should, must think about what he gives to the world. What's... Right, so you're saying there is a direct correlation between the value mm -hmm. a human being provides to humanity to how much money they have in their bank accounts, pretty much. There is, you know, there are all kinds of currency. There is all kinds of things that I give and I get in, in return. Like some, there are those who want, um, they give value and they want to get, instead of the value, love or appreciation or respect. Right. So the currency all doesn't time. always have to be money, cash. Yeah, yeah. I, I want, I'm kids. ready to give everything to, to have more time. I don't want need money. I, I need time. Why? Because I want to be a researcher. I want to learn. So I ready to pay not to accept money but just give me time to learn to stay with myself it's don it's haka barbanel was like this there were a time that he was so rich but when he so was so rich he wrote i mean, was in the uh 15th century it was uh, the father of uh, bibin tanya wrote about him his book and his uh, post, not post even more one of his most important and prominent researchers and he was a po prominent uh, scholar in judaism and he wrote when I was rich and he was very rich in few periods in his life and he said all I want is time time to learn time to contemplate and when he was poor and he wrote his uh, commentary to the Torah he said wow this is the best times of my life because now I have time so currency it's depends on you if you want time if right. you want respect if you want love if you want but money it's one of the most dominant and one of the most important and if you do not have money that means you do not bring your value to the world or either you do not believe in your value it's like you do not believe that you have something to give you do not believe that People want to hear you. You do not believe that. Who am I that will speak about this thing? So it's like you are, you are. Right. And, may, and maybe if you even like, let's just say you have a job or you have a, a business, but you're still struggling financially, maybe you need to kind of search within, maybe to see, um, you know, what more I can do. Maybe I'm not really doing my mission. Maybe I should do, I, I should provide more value uh, in, in a way that I could maybe even start a new business or, or change something in my business to give more value and not put my interest or what I'm getting in the center, which is, which is, which is in other words, the reason why people are struggling, you know, sometimes to create, to, 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 uh, to be wealthy. You, you touch the point. Usually, um, when, when you don't have enough money, you think, okay, I'll do more. But what you have to do is to get inside yourself and to start to contemplate a bit. Are you really connected? Think about two groceries. In one grocery, you will find the owner sitting like, and he's, we got into one, one shop like that. And last week I went with my wife and we had to bought something very, you know, something very small, $10 or something like that. And the, the owner was so smiley and so happy. And he knew the secret of, you know, helping us and not bother us. And it was so nice. So we got out, we spent about $200 in this place. Wow. And then we got day later to a place 
we had a plan to buy some more, but we got into this place and, and the owner was like, you know, we sat there and he was in a bit depression. And he, was, he was struggling like everyone, but he didn't want his, his inner struggles. So we got in, we just took a few things, $10, and we ran out. Just bring me the milk and, and the bread that I need and that's it. I don't want to stay here anymore. And, and you, say something, you said something very strong. It's not about me. When I think it's about me, I'm losing the point. It's about what I, I can bring and believing in what I can bring. And there is, right. of course, there is the connection between how much I earn to my, my, my conscious that I have, I believe in myself and I can bring something to the world. Right. So, so that kind of brings me to the second question, which I'm sure the audience also kind of thinking about it because, you know, yeah, I understand I need to bring value, but how will I know what value I need to bring? I mean, there is so many things anybody could do to create value, but what is the specific value for each person? And what wow, is it's the a beautiful question that I need to bring? To you, you, you answered this question a minute ago. You said there is like, there is a contradiction between my interest to the value that I bring into the world. There is like a contradiction because when I'm bringing value, I cannot think about my interest. Interest usually conceal the value that I bring to the world. Why it conceals? Because I think about my interest. It's like, I want to raise children and I want to think about my children and to discover in them their inner powers. And when I think about, about what do I get for my children? And I want them to be quiet between two and four because I want to get to sleep. Or I thinking about myself, I do not see really the value that I give to my child. Think about this salesman. You're, you're a big salesman. It's, it's one of your professions. You know how to do that. You knew how to do it. You did it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I started in sales and, and, and uh, I did very well. Thank God. And, and, and I remember when we were young about when we were 17 years old, you knew how to sell things. And, and there is like, what is the secret of selling? The secret of selling. You told me a minute ago before, before the podcast that we started recording, the secret is to listen to, to the customer. It's like, what do I mean? If there are two kinds of, of salesmen, one is bothered by his interest. He wants to sell to you. You have those, all those uh, things that he wants to sell and, and he must sell those things. So we will, he will uh, try to convince you to, to buy those things. And this, right. and there is the other one. Nobody that likes sees, to be sold. Nobody yeah, you are close. Somebody that's yeah. selling to them, but, but people really love somebody who actually listens to them and acknowledge their feelings. What their needs, what you really need. And salesman, being a good salesman is all about knowing what you really need. So let's get, get back to your question. Right. How do I know what is my value? The Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidut, of, you know, one of the most important movement in Judaism said, if you want to know which path to choose, you have the left path, the right path, which, which road should you go in? What is your value? You should take aside your interest and listen carefully to what the world needs from you. And where do you, you do your impact. And when you think about when you're just, you know, counting uh, likes and say, okay, here people like me more, here people like me, you won't get your value. In order to get to know where is your value, you have to know where is your pleasure, your inner pleasure, where do you really bring your inner powers to, to, to work when, when you really do things. If you do not have pleasure in what you're doing, it will never succeed. You mean, you mean not to know my value, but to know the value that I could, that I can bring to uh, the people that is specific to me. Put your interest about to aside. Put to, uh, it doesn't matter. It could, your value could be in science when you are, if you don't have 
um, pleasure in what you're doing in science, then you won't continue. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say, it's like first pleasure. Second, don't think interest. Think about usually when you want to grow people that are more successful, there is time in their life that they are paying with um, comfort. They, they, they cannot allow themselves to be comfort. You have exactly. to give your Step best. Step out of your comfort zone. Pretty much. And, and you know, not only comfort zone, but also real comfort. It's like you have to give up on, I heard Mr. Beast, you know, it's one number one yeah, uh, YouTube yeah, channel. YouTuber. in, And he said, I don't care about money. I don't care about comfort. I don't care about having a better, what, what would I, a better stake. No, this is not the deal here. The deal the deal here is where I can make more content. More content is more influencing. More influencing is not about, as we spoke in one of our conversation, is not about the others. It's about me discovering my, my, my creativity and innovation and, and all kinds of things like that. Like my forces, my inner forces, bring them out. But without discovering pleasure in what you're doing. Pleasure is the most, is the higher uh, value that we can have to ourselves. It's the higher power that we have in our soul. Ple right. so you pleasure. You love it pretty much. You need to love it. It's you more than love, love what you're doing. Pleasure means that I'm here and this is my place. And now, how can you know that you are in your place? If you will tell me, you know, Amos Oz, he was a famous writer in Israel. He, he, sure. and, and, and before he passed away, uh, he was in, interviewed and the interviewers asked him, you are not regretting not to get a Nobel prize. And he said, prizes are something very silly because they give me prize for something that I will do for free. Even if you will give me a, a fine, I will do it. So <laughs> if you tell yourself, I'm ready to do that, even if we'll get a fine, doesn't matter. That means that you're doing it because of the thing itself, not because of external reasons. And there you will find your value. There you will find what is your real pleasure. Because if you are a writer, you will write. And if That's you a are- beautiful analogy. Mm. Really, really uh, cool. So, so it's pretty much something that you would do regardless, mm -hmm. no matter, no matter the reward, you're not, you're not seeking any type of reward. You're just going to do it because you feel that this is your mission. You have to do it. This is what you, the value you want to bring your passion to the world. And it's your passion, something you, and money will come in love with, with it. And money will come. But you have to trust it because I know that a lot of people, especially artists, they, they are sometimes afraid to to choose okay i'm going to do art and then say oh you know what i'm going to be a lawyer because a lawyer i can make more money or or i can be a doctor and and really they could have been an amazing artist and they could have like artists that maybe create art that would change the world but because of that fear to maybe not earn enough mm -hmm. or or not create value or or they didn't believe in themselves they chose something else. And then after maybe 20 or 30 years practicing law, they realize, oh, maybe I just want to draw. I just want to paint. I just want to do something. And artistic. it's so common to see, to see those cases. And it's a lot of cases like that, unfortunately. My, my daughter spoke with a friend and a friend, uh, they are 15 years old. And she asked her friend, what do you want to be when you grown up, uh, grown up? And she said, I want to be a teacher. So my daughter asked her, you really want to be a teacher? It's like, if you want to be a teacher, it's a great thing teacher influence more than any other uh, people, it's, but, but it's, it's a great thing, but, but you have, you must want it. Otherwise you do that and without really passion to what you're doing. And it's not, you are like, you are counting hours until, you know, this, until exactly. you go to, to, you'll retire. And, and she said, no, I don't really want to be a teacher. 
but I want to be something else. But I think of myself with children and it's easy work. Like you have, it's, it's very easy. It's, it's, it's comfortable yeah, to what I want to be. Summer vacation and something like that. And, and, <laughs> and my daughter was like, wow, I talked to her. There is something sad about it because you're not ready to discover what is your real value. So it's either if you are not there, try to fall in love. to find passion in what you are doing. Passion, it's an indicator that you are ready to do more. What is pleasure? Will is that I'm doing whatever I need. Pleasure, it's that I do more than what do I need. And if we get back to wealth consciousness, wealth consciousness does not means that you can never complain. When you complain, you are in poverty consciousness because you say, I deserve something else. I'm not in my place. I'm losing something that I, I ought to be. And there is... Poor consciousness in marriage and raising children because I think, oh, I should get, I should have another spouse, a better one, a one that makes more money, a one that I, I always, I don't right. think that I'm in my place. I should be in another place. And when I think like that, that I should be in another place, I'm losing my place. And a part of being with wealth consciousness is to know that every place that you are is the best place. that you can get, extract out of it, all of the things that you should extract, where you should influence. That's, that's pretty amazing. It's like um, uh, something that, uh, you know, it happens a lot when people just uh, need to just make that shift, mm -hmm. that mindset shift. And instead of, you know, seeing the wrong and complaining, <laughs> because I think that one of the most toxic behaviors is, is, is somebody who complains and blame, you know, you can blame politics, you can blame, uh, you know, the prime minister, you can blame uh, many things and complain about it too. But what, what, what happened when you do that, you actually not being grateful and thankful for what you have, because what you have is amazing. First of all, if somebody is healthy, it's already an amazing advantage. I mean, look, I mean, it's just being healthy is such an amazing advantage. Just having a place to sleep. Just having a roof over your shoulder, not to mention that having a cell phone, having a cell phone with an internet connection, it's a, such a powerful thing. You got a super computer right in your hand that, that could like literally change the world if you just believe that you could do that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so, so definitely uh, gratitude is probably the cure. I think worse than gratitude is that when you complain and you blame others, you do not take responsibility. And when you do not take responsibility, you cannot change things. You're really waiting to, for others to change things. You don't say, it's all in my hands. I can do it. I can change. I can develop. You, you won't see a businessman thinking, why it happened to me? No, he's not thinking why it happened to me. He's thinking, what should we do now? What, what is the task that we have, sh we should adopt right now? So it's a different level of, of, of consciousness. And when you think like that, when you are always in blaming others, you pay the price. It's not about gratitude. It's you'll pay the price, the emotional price, because you will always be in, in poverty consciousness. You said, oh, I'm not good. Oh, I didn't deserve. Oh, you will never enjoy life. You will never get to find the pleasure in whatever you're doing. Absolutely. We just really need to just go for it and, and believe in ourselves and, and be thankful for what we have and, uh, you know, use the tools and use the opportunities that we have today in our society to really break through all the barriers, you know, and uh, obviously there is nobody to blame um, but us. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, provide, yes. provide value. My money did say that. Huh? My money did say that. 
Maimonides, the, the, the great Jewish scholar, says that most Rambam. of the troubles, most of the things that we suffer from, we are doing to ourselves. We are usually doing to ourselves. But we st you started with wealth consciousness. Real wealth consciousness is to know that you, have, you, you are not without a reason in this world. You are in this world with a reason. And if you are here, there's somebody that wants you, that loves you, that gives you all the opportunities to discover your inner powers. And you can do that. And, and go thinking about, oh, I have no, nobody needs me anymore. It will kill you. You cannot go to pension, to, you, you cannot retire. Right. But if you think, okay, I have what to do you. But now let's figure out. Maybe I'll find it, maybe I won't. But just to be in the movement of finding it will change the course of your life. Yeah, I know that uh, one of the greatest regrets uh, on people's deathbed is not trying. Because not trying is the biggest failure. Because if you tried and it didn't work out, you learned a great lesson. You did not fail. And that lesson made you stronger and better to succeed on your next trying. So just keep on trying, never give up and you will succeed for sure. It's a, it's a very Jewish idea. It's a very Jewish idea. You see, this is the secret of you know, Jewish resilience for, for thousands of years. Okay, it's time to, to say uh, goodbye and to invite you to join our channel, to subscribe to Uzi's channel or to my channel, Itbonnut, and to get, um, we, we want to upload daily. In English, it's a bit, um, we, we'll get there, we hope so. We'll get there. Your English is actually amazing. But, I I love it. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, your accent is uh, very wow, nice. Wow. Uh, so don't worry. So I'm it. really looking forward to hear more and more and more content that will just empower me and everybody else that listens to it. So follow us on, you on our YouTube channels and we're really looking forward to hear your feedback and your comments and please like, subscribe and click that bell. See uh, you next time. And we'll see you next time.